following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? You start a project and never finish it because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's time for the weekend again, and it's Image Home Improvement Live right here, and uh, the crew is here, and it's the, actually, it's the, there's a lot of things happening. It's the week after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. It's the day before 9-11. <clears throat> it's the day after the 50th anniversary. It's, it's, yes, it's the day after the 50th anniversary of what my, <laughs> obviously, I came dressed in my, yes, in my, did. uh, Enterprise T-shirt this morning, obviously, and the, and the marathon, the, the binge marathon, is still going on <laughs> yes. on on uh, BBC yes, America. BBC, let's yeah. hear it! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, BBC yeah. America. Yeah. Yes, That's yes, absolutely. That's why our eyes. If, if you ever couldn't get enough Star Trek: Next Generation, you surely could get enough Star Trek original series. The last two days, boy, and it boy, it, it will continue. Been, I mean, it will continue. What, been, what do you mean the fiftieth anniversary? I'm a, I'm not a fifty. Uh, from when Desi Lou Studios, Where have you for the been, first Blaine? time, exactly, I know. back in 1966, ran a Star Trek. The you know right. it debuted September it debuted. 8th, 1966. It did. Yeah, where have you been, man? Well, oh, you were in the other era. Oh, that's right, that's the right. Paleolithic <laughs> era. That's right. You you, right. you missed the television era. I didn't come along to the Paleolithic <laughs> era. No, that's right. That's right. That's right. All right, so people have he, he was going there. where volcanoes never go. You know, people <laughs> people that are taking uh, time out now from from binge watching. You know, they need their dose of home improvement. So that's, that's right. why they check they checked in. That's right. You know, so obviously there were a lot of great episodes I saw last <laughs> night, I'll tell you. I get, and Blade, Thursday night, right? Yeah. I get I get a, a text from Dan. Dan's <laughs> binge watching Star Trek. That's right. <laughs> rub it in, baby. Rub yeah, it in. you know, he's just like unbelievable, you know? It's like, you know what it is? He just needed a break from home inspecting. That's oh, well, what he needed. He no. needed to get away and see a little 20, you know, 23rd century technology. Well, I was, I was a uh, Trekkie bef- way before there was such a thing because... I can remember, you know, when Trek first came out, I had a choice to go to the dance, you know, on Friday nights down at the junior high school. Was it go to the Star dance Trek. or watch Star Trek? I watched Star Trek. Right, right. It's even, but, but, Blade, that was before. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. That was before. That was before. You see, back in that day, they didn't have flags that you could put on your car windows and run around like with rabbit ears. Like <laughs> when Dan did that does. all start? Oh, hey, did you get my rabbit, rabbit oh, ear uh, well. picture? Well, oh, no, actually, those is, are is, antlers. Is that why I don't? My stomach feels uncomfortable this morning. I'm <laughs> yeah, afraid you. something might pop out in the top of my truck. I don't huh? know. I don't know. Anyway, enough of that. Enough <laughs> of that. Well, we've got a great show planned for you today. Actually, you know, we're we're checking in with uh, part of part of our show today is our monsoon update, and we've got one of our great uh, friends of the show. You know, as Dan, what what does that stand for again? Friends oh. of the show. Fots. Fots, right. right. Your excuse. <laughs> B Fots. Amber Sullins is going to be here shortly with her update on our monsoon uh, 2016 report. And then also uh, checking in at the bottom of the hour, we've got our good friend and sponsor, Ernie Marion, checking in from Keiko Roofing. Wait a minute. It's, it's H Fots is what it is. I'm what? sorry. What? 
hottest friends of the show. Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay, but anyway, back to Ernie. I'm going to have to bleep that out. I'll okay. give you the mute button. Well, I'll do it. You know, I mean, Amber just, you know, she she may not like that. Well, she'll like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, and besides that, it's, uh, you know, we were into, uh, and tomorrow, obviously, is the, they're blocking off Dan's neighborhood again tomorrow. Yep, yep. It's, it's the, the stadium police the are stadium out. The stadium police are out. They're going to tell Dan you can't come any closer. You can't tailgate in my, on my front yard. Right, that's right. And leave right. all your Cardinals garbage. and Patriots. That's right. Tomorrow. Why don't you go over to the compound and watch the game over the compound? Uh, really? Gotta, first, got to get a pass to get out of the neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> oh see? Let's well, just call Scotty. Have him beat him over. Oh, well, that'd be so nice. Yeah, that'd be so nice. But uh, <laughs> scramble my atoms. Yeah. I'm out of here. If you would like to be part of the show <laughs> and beam in with your question, give us a call at 480-421-0640. 480-421-0640. Make sure you always check us out on Facebook and Twitter and all those other good social media contacts for all the different things that we do, as well as some great pictures and stuff that we post on the, on our besides the website on social media with and Dan's got uh, Blake Dan's got some told me last night he's got some awesome homeowner horror stories uh-huh. saved up for hour number two you oh, betcha yeah so oh, yeah. yeah so we're gonna be talking just about what the <clears throat> were they thinking <laughs> yeah, that's right it's just like one of those things like what the heck were they thinking that's right you know one of the other things that we've seen a lot lately you know again you that that ugly uh scenario showed up again uh and uh we were talking about it with uh that ugly four-letter word dan mold 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 <laughs> bold on cabinets on uh walls and just you know and you walk in and it's just like every time now when i walk into a home if i think i smell mold I think of Dan. Yeah. What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be remembered that way. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no, no, I, I don't know. Smell like know. a moldy armpit. Yeah, because every, mm, that's yeah. good old Dan. Yeah, that's good old Dan. <laughs> <laughs> On your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies Dan in his natural state. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's. It, it but knows. we loved him. Serious. Yeah. Right. But no. Seriously, it was. Um, it's been a. It's been an interesting week to say the least. A lot. Uh, a lot of things have come down the pike as well as. Uh, you know, some scenarios with some of these different projects that we see. And just, you know, when you think you've seen everything, I find something, something, more. <laughs> something else comes up that you've never seen before. And it's never it's never not a learning process. And that's what we try and showcase and share with all the listeners about uh, everything that we see and hear and we do in home improvement. That's what makes being an active contractor so great because... We could always share these new things, as well as a lot of the things that we do share are uh, homeowner-induced, shall we say, <laughs> and they try to do things that they have no business trying, and before you know it, they're paying more money to fix what they screwed up than if they would have just called me in the first place and we would have fixed it. So You're not going to believe the ones I have for this one. Well, you, you know, just, you're gonna don't, go, don't, they, get, don't, they, give, they, don't give away the story yet, you know, because we've and, got lots to cover they today. they would walk by that and touch that every day? I can't believe these yeah. people. Well, you know, I can tell you. And, you know, one of the other things, too, that, uh, you know, Blade is always waiting for. Good morning, Steve. 
The girls are here. When they want to say <laughs> hi, hi guys, how are you? Why don't they ever say good morning to Hayden or to Blade? They always say good morning to Steve, and that's it. Hey, well, if I smell like mold, because, you know they're not because, talking well, to me. Well, that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, because I'm because I'm the host. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh. You know, oh, okay. that's right. That's, that's right. right. See, Homer. Homer's excited. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting. Yeah, but pieces. look what he does in, at work in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it. What? Watch it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, but we want to get uh, started with a little bit of the uh, the monsoon mm-hmm. storm. And, you know, obviously, you know, it was pretty good this week. There wasn't that much, but there was a little bit of rain. And But the winds on I-10 were just, you know, unbelievable. You know, when they put up those signs on I-10, and believe me, if you are know that you live in an area, not just in Arizona, but in an area around the country that is pro, you know prone to a lot of extreme weather conditions like you know Louisiana gets tons of water um, other areas get hit with extreme winds especially out in the plain states you got to be careful of these things because the wind will literally sweep your car away I well, mean, what about a semi you know semis, like semis are bad I mean you know it's really especially if you're running a set of doubles out on the road the wind will come by and just try and you know, make your, uh, your train look like an accordion or just kind of. Is, you know, that, is uh, that the worst place you've ever driven as a truck driver? You well, know, that, it, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I well, you know, some of the other places going out to L.A., you come across come across the uh, the desert in California. That yeah. is especially, you know, talking about, you know, the green. I like to call it the green area of California where they have a zillion. um it's it's going through like a, a a valley, like a pass, where they have all the the wind turbines, oh, going, yeah. and they are literally there's got to be thousands of them over there. And when the wind whips through there, literally, I mean, I used to run trucks back and forth to L.A. They used to literally come by and try and just make you almost. They push so hard it almost makes you change lanes if you're not guarding against it when you go through that area because it is that intense. Oh, you mean those wind socks that they have out? Yeah, I mean, it's, if those things are, if if that thing is just almost halfway up, don't go there. It's not even smart because that wind star, it takes quite a bit of wind to make those wind socks lift up. And this is just from being in the Air Force and watching the end of runway stuff. It's like when that wind sock is up, don't walk behind the engine. Duh, <laughs> you'll be over on the other side of the base. So if you've got a wind sock and you're having to drive through a pass. You're really talking for some real, yeah, you know, it's really bad. side now, hit and damage. And think about, think about, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more of this extreme weather with uh, our discussion with Amber. But you think about how the wind whips up, especially what it does to, uh, not to mention the stuff that's not bolted down in your backyard, but talking <laughs> about like shingled roofs that are a little aged, and it just gra- it gets right underneath some of those shingles and just just whips them off. And before you know it, you've got sections of shingles just missing that's and then right. that's when leaks start because more than likely if you've pulled up shingles and they're that old the underlayment's not too healthy either no it's not so before you know mm-hmm. it you've got you've got that uh trusty trusty water leak and then that's time when they call call me and they say hey we've got a water leak and then i grab dan and we go out and find it with the infrared and just go back and fix it. leaks are never directly where you think they're going to be. I know, I know. They will wander across a room and find another wall. Yeah, where they're dripping is not where the leak is, right? No, yeah. And, yeah. and also, with my, my experience is there's always a second one for backup. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, you think you got the main one? There's yeah. somebody else hiding. There you go. All right, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Amber Solens from ABC 15, so I don't want anybody to go away. If you haven't uh, had your fill of monsoons this summer, guess what? <laughs> Still got like a month <laughs> left, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. 
This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Yes, I asked, and no truer words were ever spoken. And, Dan, guess who we have live in studio today? Herself. Amber Sullins. Chief, Chief Meteorologist from ABC 15. Good morning, Amber. Good How are you? morning. I'm great. It's a beautiful morning. Clouds rolling in. We can see them from this gorgeous <laughs> view out here. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You know, every time we talk, I was talking with Ed, our operations manager, we were talking about next time you were going to come in. And, um, you know, I, I, tell, I keep telling Ed, you know, we have to somehow get you at like offsite office so that you can have these windows so you yeah. can help, help the broadcast at night because you could see, God, you could see everything, everything. from here. So. And I, my office has no windows. I know. None. I know. And a television. I, I'm in the studio, so there's no way for me to see outside. Can, can't we partition for cameras or something? I know. Isn't that great? Well, I, you know, we have a few Valley cams, one in Queen Creek, right. one uh, up here in Phoenix, another one up at the Mayo Clinic. So those help out a lot. But nothing beats being able to just stare out with your own eyes and see what's going on I know. and not have to look all the through way to a camera. Well, you yeah. Know, yeah. And, and it, it, you could take the picture of what you see versus all the data that you're getting in the computer about what's happening and exactly. all the rate. Uh, I, you know, one of the first things I always like to do is when I see stuff like this happening and depending on whether I have outdoor work or not, first thing I do is go right on, right on the ABC 15 radar and look to see how, how the storms are moving just right. to see if they're going to miss me or if they're coming or if I should pack up now and get home quick. It's important because you <laughs> don't want to get stuck. No. You don't want to be caught off guard and surprised and have all your stuff blown around. And yeah. it's, it's important. Yeah. I mean, for those of you who have just been in the Valley for the first, uh, actually for their first summer, God bless you. I know you're probably <laughs> trying to turn around, turn Put around. Try, thinking like, it wasn't that bad. No one twenties, no one twenties. We're okay. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> Well, you know, gold, gold doesn't melt on your body till about one twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> That's right, Dan. I don't know. I'm still looking for gold. Every time we do demo and a remodel, I'm looking for gold in the wall. I did some yesterday. I couldn't find it. What did I find? I found mold. You found brown gold. I found brown gold. <laughs> I mean, Gross. give me a break. Hey, mold is gold. It takes yeah, money to get rid of it. I mean, oh I don't gosh. know. But anyway, for all the listeners who actually have had this is their first summer, and just you know, we talk about. You know, monsoon and haboobs, and they have, what is this strange word we're hearing? Tell our listeners a little bit about so you, they can kind of get up to speed. So we have monster dust storms here. And, you know, blowing dust is one thing. Little dust storm, you know, we see those sometimes in the spring or in the fall. But this is like a different category of dust storm. This is like a dust storm on steroids. It's a mega dust storm. It's a mega dust storm. And it's called a haboob. And researchers have been using that name here for 30 plus years. So it's nothing new. Uh, But a lot of people who, you know, didn't know scientists never heard it until people started saying it on TV. So uh, that's why some people are a little bit surprised to hear it. But it's well documented, well researched. And we have them here in Arizona. They actually have gotten a little bit worse in recent years, and some of that has to do with land management issues um, between Phoenix and Tucson, especially going into the recession several years yeah. ago. You had a lot of these plots that were um, the, 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 the builders disrupted them, right? Exactly, and tore it up. Tore, tore up the desert floor. And then left And then it. Went, went away. Yep, exactly. And we even had problems with that this year down in southeast Arizona uh, near Wilcox. There was actually one 
plot of land down That's there right. that kept causing blinding dust storms along I-10 right near the Arizona-New Mexico state line. It happened over and over and over again. And they had to go out there with this stuff Gor- called... Gorilla gor- snot. Yeah, gorilla snot. And everybody was <laughs> like, what? And it was something that they sprayed over the field to help mat that loose soil down because it was causing chain reaction crashes. And so that that's why our dust storms in recent years have gotten a lot worse than Valley natives remember. Mm-hmm. A well, lot of that has to do with the building. Because I can remember as a kid, yeah. we actually, we wasn't for cowboys playing cowboys to have the you know the little cover that was to actually breathe before it so you could get home. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I wasn't playing bad Wait, guys, but yeah, but, but you know, guys, one of the things that you know is always besides the blowing dust and all that stuff they've been trying to do to help it better. Because I've been, I've gone through dust storms on I ten, but one of the things that obviously that people back east and up up north don't remember that even though we have this heat, we have some unbelievable humidity during this time. In fact, our good friend Walter huh. has some comments about Arizona heat. How about uh, when we see in August, we are in Phoenix. August in Phoenix, Arizona. Your agent is a moral. He <laughs> was 112 three days in a row. Uh, what do all the locals say? But it's a dry heat. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> that has got to be That's one of my most favorite things we're talking about weather in That's Phoenix. Right. Yeah, right. because in August, it's not a dry heat. Oh, we can get I away know. with saying that in I May know. and June, but in August, when dew points are like in the 50s and 60s, I mean, it is soupy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got we've got another one that we play occasionally uh-huh. when the heat's right with, with an old Robin Williams segment where he turns around where he says that, he, you know, he, there's a guy in the, he's burning up in the field. It's so yeah. hot. <laughs> I mean. The memes people send me this time of year are just hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that we wanted to just touch base on, because when the monsoons roll in and the rainstorms come in, you know, obviously roofs are the thing that's people just don't think about, especially yeah. until the rains come. Too late. And when monsoon rains come, I mean, it's pretty intense because the wind, everything, you know, for the most part, you know, shingles go flying, you know, probably wind up in your neighbor's yard, you know, like three houses away, Yeah. you know, and the only way you could find out whose they were is just match up the colors. <laughs> I mean, that's all the way you could find out where they that's come not, from. That's funny because I, when I was out there at Palo Verde for those two uh, pre-manufacturers that were hit, they, the neighbors were discussing and, and having uh, severe discussions about whose shed damaged whose fence. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now wait a minute. Now you had a white shed, you had the gray shed. The white shed ruined that fence. Yeah. The gray shed moved moved over there and didn't hit, hit no. anybody's. So don't be yelling at the wrong name. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, That's he, how bad it is that they they move miles. Yeah. <laughs> here we are Labor Day, you know, actually here we are Labor Day time and we've got about another month of this. What can we yeah. expect from the monsoon season? Well, as is typical for much of the season, we'll have stretches where it's dry and quiet, and then we'll have stretches where we get that monsoon moisture back and we see storms. So, again, officially, the National Weather Service has defined the monsoon season from June 15th to September 30th. So we have until that uh, day officially to be in the monsoon. But as we all know, before there was designated uh, official monsoon season, we did it all by tracking the moisture. And so sometimes the moisture has gone before September 30th. Yeah. We're just going to have to watch and see. Um, in the meantime, there's still a chance here for storms in the forecast. And, uh, and 
as we've seen over the last several times we've gotten hit, some people get nothing at all, and other people, it's like Armageddon at their house, well, and you, their roof is and, torn and up. Well, and, yeah. yeah, and then for, for those of us that have been here too long or grew up here, listen for the cicadas. When they're kicking in, stuff's going to be well, happening you, today. Oh, well, you know, you know, was really yeah. straight was it about a week ago or so? They, they, I didn't remember seeing them talk about anything about rain. All of a sudden, I went to bed. It was almost eleven o'clock. Following morning, I wake up and and my wife told me that Noah passed by. I mean, it was so it was so <laughs> the, intense. The, boat, the, the washes, crew. the washes were running. She said, yeah. "You didn't hear the storm." She said, "I thought the lightning was going to hit the house. Yeah. It was so intense, and it was just." unbelievable and i'm like no man i slept right through it yeah it's like thank god i went outside everything looked like it was relatively dry i mean it had dried out you know it must have been maybe an hour quick two hit. hours yeah. and you are one two o'clock in the morning and after that it was all over I mean, that's the other thing to remember, too, here when you see those rain chances and storm chances in the forecast. We usually don't do all-day rain events, right? No. So, I mean, much of your day is going to be okay. Right. There just might be a couple of hours that suck. So keep, <laughs> just keep that in mind. <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me of Florida. When they, when they give you a prediction of 60% chance of rain that day, in Florida, that means 60% of the day, it's going to rain. That's yeah, the way it that's works out there. Not what it, yeah, that's not, yeah. that's not what it means that's right. Well, listen, it could, be, for sure. it could be worse. Yeah. It could be Seattle. Like, you know, they make fun of people living in Seattle. They walk around with gill slits on their raincoats. Yeah. I mean, come on. And they have sacrifices when the sunshine comes out. Well, you know, <laughs> the just, gods are angry. Just, they think, the sun. just think, we all have, you know, we're coming, we get out of this, we get into October, and it's the fall season, it's fourth quarter, thinking Halloween, pumpkins, holiday Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, oh, oh, oh. and it's going to get dry. And then we have six months of why we all moved to Arizona. Yeah. Go outside, you know, and just, you know, enjoy it. Light up the barbecue. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice, cool, 70, 80 degrees. I mean, I can't wait. I can't wait either. And you don't, you never have to shovel sunshine, right? That's so, exactly, that's my point. Yes. That's my we point. We can exactly. deal with the three months of heat right. to not right. have to shovel in exactly. the winter. Exactly. And we could, we, we could have fun and poke friends at all our friends back in New York and Chicago and all yeah. the Midwest and say, hey, how, how deep is the snow? What's the wind chill there today? What's 84 the below. What's no, the, sorry. What's the glacier facts fa- <laughs> index out there? Oh, man. That's okay. Our time is coming. Our time is coming. I want to, Amber, thank you so much You're for being welcome. here today. We really appreciate you always coming in. You always have a, a welcome seat here to come in and, you know, check out check out what's happening with the weather. I love you it. Know, you know, and anytime you want, I'll send that special request in for you so you can come on down. Yeah, the, just get me a pass. I'll let myself in. I'll get it. Hour. I'll get it. All right. <laughs> All right. Amber Sullins from ABC 15. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. 
When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies, three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. New door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and the even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now people all over the country are downsizing and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here, and it's the weekend, as we like to say, and, uh, God, it's a good weekend of everything. Hey, and it's beautiful out. Nice day. I could day. actually drive with windows down before I hit the freeway. And it was under 90 degrees. I couldn't believe it. Well, you know. <laughs> it was know, amazing. Wonders will never cease. You know, but, you know, what we're still talking about, though, like Amber said, the the winds are still here. The rain's not going away completely. Monsoon season is here. You know, and, it, and the funny thing, you know, like every, like we were talking before about um, every time, you know, I walk into a home and I smell mold, I think of Dan. <laughs> well, you want to know something else? Every time I see monsoon storms roll in and I see roofs flying off the roof, I think of our good friend and sponsor, Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. Ernie, how are you? Good morning, guys. Hey, what's going on? How's life in your world today? It's doing good. Uh, happy fall. Yeah, the fall is in the air. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, Amber Solis was with us uh, in the last segment. We were talking a little bit about, 
your friendly neighborhood monsoon storms that are still floating around here. And I know you've seen your share of monsoon storms over the years. Uh, do you think that the storms are getting worse and the damage is getting worse as years pass? Well, you remember the big storm, the catastrophic storm that hit here back in uh, 2010. Yep. That actually was the first week of October. So, I mean, you know, it's unpredictable. Sometimes uh, they could predict not much of a rain or monsoon, and then we get a catastrophic storm that hits the side of town and, uh, you know, rips off roofs and does a lot of damage. So it could be unpredictable. I know that's the season now, they call it. But just necessarily to say, you know, because the end of the season, I don't feel it's really the end of the season. It could even trickle into October. Well, it could. I mean, there's nothing saying that we can't get a, a bad storm rolling, <clears throat> excuse me, rolling into October. Because I remember that storm in 2010. If it wasn't for that, uh, that big gas station over in North Phoenix that had that um, canopy over all the pumps, Mm-hmm. Who knows what my van would have looked like, all dimpled with hailstones and everything else. I mean, that stuff literally damaged uh, cool decks. We went out cool decks, siding, uh, air conditioning units. And I know, Ernie, you've been, you, couldn't, you couldn't see roofs fast enough back then. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty, pretty bad storm. I mean, we have that uh, a chance every monsoon season. You know, they're like many, many uh, tornadoes. These microbursts that hit yeah. the hit the valley. Hey, Ernie, this is Dan. Dan, good morning. Hey, how you doing? You know, and like you, I'm up up there looking at these things, and I'm still finding air conditioners that never got replaced from all the hail damage, and uh, all the tile around. You know, all the string shingle around is still beat up, and people just didn't bother to look or do anything. Well, either they got their claim, and they kept the money, and bought a and bass did, boat, and didn't do the roof. <laughs> Or, you know, who knows the, the whole story with the insurance companies. Some of the insurance companies just call a co- comb out the coils on the air uh, conditioning units. And they get to the point to where they're uncombable and you're more or less to put a new AC unit in. But yeah. It just depends on who you invite out. Or, like uh, Steve said, if, yes, they did invite someone out and didn't use the monies that was supposed to go to the contractor to fix uh, the AC or the uh, roof. Uh, and uh, so, you know, there's situations to where someone, I heard a lot of stories. I mean, I'm still seeing hail on roofs from that storm back when. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. You know, if they don't spend the money or, you know, they could have been out of town. It's out of sight, out of mind. It could be a rental property. You know, who who knows? There's so many homes out there that still are damaged, but yet nothing was done. Oh, yeah. Because they may not even realize it. Well, you know, in the other hand, too, you know, sometimes you go up and I'm sure, Ernie, you've seen, we've had discussions about this where, you know, a homeowner may go up on the roof and he thinks that he'll see damage on shingles. But then on the other hand, it's it's not really. I mean, in a lot of the damage you could think of might be just, uh, you know, stuff that flew off from a a minor storm, but they're thinking like, oh, my God, this came from hail. You know, they find these little dimples um, all over the place, and they think, oh, I can get a new roof. And it's not really, you know, some of the insurance companies, the inspectors are pretty savvy. Well, I've met adjusters, many adjusters, uh, to dispute hail on homes. And if they don't see it, they don't pay for it. 
what they really look for is 10 hits or 10 pocks per 10 foot by 10 foot section or roofers term squares. And they wanted to see it on all sides, you know, east, north, south, facing sides. And, and they basically, I've met insurance adjusters and they'll hand me a piece of chalk and they'll, they'll say, okay, well, show me these hits. And, and I'll say, well, there's one here and then maybe there's one down here. And if they don't see it throughout, they don't pay. So, and, you know, a lot of these hail hits or pocks can reoccur down the line. I mean, it, it knocks off a lot of the granules on a shingle roof or even uh, like a foam roof. Some of the coatings on the surface don't get impacted oh, yeah. where it's visible. But if you wait for a few years later, then you see the the impacts start to telegraph through. So, uh, you know, there's insurance companies. When you have a catastrophic storm like that and you put a claim in, I mean, it's like Christmas. Everybody's going to get a brand new roof. But, you know, I'd say probably a third of those that were hit were either undetermined or they didn't award the money or the homeowner or property owner just didn't do anything about it. Right. right. Or they didn't even know it, you know, it occurred. That's true. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have more with Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing. And we'll check and see. I want everybody to make sure, hey, today's a great day. It's not too hot. Just, you know. You you, just, you you could just throw a ladder up on the edge of your eave and take a look at your shingles and see if there's anything strange going on up there, you know? That's right. And just <laughs> just be observant. But on the other well, hand, be careful. call Keiko Roofing Systems. And That's right. Free checkup. Keiko yeah. Roofing Systems. Be careful on the ladders. What a deal. Yeah, please what be careful on that ladder. All right, yeah. we'll be right back. Don't go away. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? confused about which company to choose to do your tile work. Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate we are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. When you want to take a stroll around the yard, the only thing moving should be your feet. I'm Danny Lifford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about keeping your paver walkway in one place right after this. Tight Bond Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. 
Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but uh... it's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for tight bond. Oh, right. Tight bond. No hype, no gimmicks, just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. It's pretty unsettling to be strolling on a paver walkway only to feel the paver shifting each time you step on them, which is why locking them in place is very important. Start by cutting a small trench along each side of the walkway and then mix up some concrete and carefully trowel into the trench to create small concrete curbs. This will keep the pavers from trying to spread out. Next, head down to the Home Improvement Center and pick up some locking sand fortified with special polymers. Sprinkle it all over the walkway and use a broom to brush it into the spaces between the pavers. Clean all the excess sand off the paver faces, then lightly mist the sand to activate the polymers. This will bond the joints and guarantee a stable walkway for years to come. I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. about uh, when we see in August, we are in Phoenix. August in Phoenix, Arizona. Your agent is a moral. <laughs> it was 112 three days in a row. And what do all the locals say? But it's a dry heat. <laughs> Screw you. And Ernie was on the roof when it was 112 degrees. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, heck, we had 115 this past summer. Oh, was, my God. It, it was, it, it was brutal. Out brutal. There. It's brutal. I mean, you know, between, you know, I don't, you know, we're all, you know, you know, Blade's the only guy who gets gets to sit inside, work behind the, the sneeze guard here all, every day, you know. He's, he's the in, smart one. He's enjoying <laughs> the air conditioning. Meanwhile, Dan and I and you are out there, you know, just Braving the heat. Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the oldies, <laughs> right. Sweating to the oldies from the Paleolithic era. Well, you know, like the commercial said, it's a dry heat. Yeah, it's a dry heat. Yeah, right. Okay. Dry not in, well, not in you, August. It's like an oven. Your, your sweat evaporates. Right. You're, you're dry. and You get a little breeze. You get a little sweat. And you're like, hey, this ain't too bad. Wasn't this like one of the hotter ones in the last three or four years? Well, I think the longer you live here, the hotter it seems every summer. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just... It starts just to hurt after a while. It just, okay. it just hurts. You get in your car or your, or your truck, and you you, know, you sit in it, and that oven feeling just really kicks in. I'm being cooked here. Well, I try to be positive and optimistic because, you know, people are like, how do you do it? How do you do it? But, you know, come wintertime, you know, when we're 75 and sunny, uh-huh. and we're putting our jackets on at 65, 70, you know, it's kind of opposite of back where I'm from back in the Midwest, back in Ohio. You know, in the wintertime, you just stay in the house all winter and and go tobogganing or ice skating outside sometimes. But other than that, it's pretty much in cabin fever all winter. But it's kind of opposite out here. When everybody's closing their doors, we're opening up our doors and going outside. So That's right. So we sure got some bragging rights. It's coming. Come wintertime. It's, I would say it's coming. seven months. You know, it's pretty nice weather here. I could do without the three or four months, and I don't even actually mind June. You know, it's July, August, September, and October, the real extreme heat. Yeah. 
So. Well, the good thing about it is, if it, since there is the horrible three months here, it keeps the billions of people in the United States from moving here. Oh well, yeah, the whole country would want to live. They here would, yeah. Live. Well, it's, it would be hey, like plenty Diego, of desert for everybody. A lot less to live. <laughs> That's right. Now there may be plenty of desert, but there's not plenty of water. Yeah. So you can only have so much, so much population in you know in the there's desert area. There's only so much room at the drinking fountain. You know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> only so much room. You know, how big is that canal? That's yeah. It. Well, you would think California, they've got a lot of restrictions. My brother is in San Diego. He can't even turn on his sprinklers, you know, this past few years. Well, Sounds like artificial see, grass. See, you know, a lot of water over there. I think we got a little more streamlined of water, and that's been planned out for, I don't think we're going to have any issues. You think people, you know, we don't say don't water your lawns or anything here. It doesn't seem like there's any lapse of water. That's because it was so well planned for before. Yeah. Here, we actually planned for it. You know, the others, uh, they're kind of, you know, it's kind of like the ant and the cricket. If you don't plan for it, it'll bite you in the butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So now, all right, so your shingles are obviously one area that gets, you know, gets bad, that uh, goes bad when the rains and the monsoon storms come. Uh, Ernie, what do you f- find for a lot of uh, monsoon damage through tile roofs? Well, tile roofs are only as good as what's underneath of the tile, the underlayment under the tile. And codes have changed in 2001 per industry standard applications for this region. So you have a little, uh, if your home was built before 2001, or even, you know, we're getting into after 2001, 15 years, but... You know, a lot of typical organic underlayments were installed underneath the tile roofs uh, before 2001, and they're actually still applying uh, organic underlayments. Organic underlayments are basically tar paper, or you could say they're paper saturated with asphalt. And codes since 2001 have changed. It's not a code to upgrade the underlayment, but it is a code to install what we call hip and ridge enclosures. You'll find these enclosures at the uh, the peaks of the roof where the last tile meets the ridges in the hips. And it's a code now to install enclosures on both sides of what we call the ridge board, stopping the water from blowing, uh, especially on a driving blowing monsoon rain. A lot of water enters at the hips and the ridges blowing underneath the peaks and getting underneath of the tile. And throughout the years of that water getting under the system, it starts to deteriorate the roof and underlayment, and the underlayment starts to prematurely fail or curl and starts to fall apart. Uh, A lot of tile roofs, if you just go out in the middle of a tile roof and remove a tile, several tiles, which I always do to check out to see what is going on underneath of there, you'll see a lot of water stain. And a lot of that water stain enters from the hips and the ridges. You know, tile's not waterproof. It's concrete. And if you have a couple cracked or broken tiles that goes unnoticed, heck, I've seen broken missing tile from when the house is brand new. And throughout the years of the water getting under that tile, the underlayment prematurely fails or fails rapidly, and then uh, you get a leak. So... Codes changing with the enclosures made a big difference. Uh, where the valleys meet, where the two reefs meet in the valleys, 
Uh, we're now using what we call a triple hemmed valley metal, a ribbed valley metal. There's a old valley metal that's a 24-inch flat piece of metal, and it's got a center line. And it, typically before 01, it was just one center hem valley metal. Now it's triple hemmed or ribbed, so there's extra ribs on the side of it that help a lot. And then there's eave detail to where a lot of old homes have the shingle mold that runs alongside the fascia board. It actually is up higher than the fascia board, allowing water to sit and back up uh, along the eaves of the home, which you see a lot of homes where they may not have any leaks inside the house, but if you go down to the overhangs, you see rotted fascia boards, you see you know, rotted plywood, rotted decking along the eaves and those overhangs, and that all is attributed to uh, not having the proper anti-pond uh, eave detail. A typical uh, way to address that is what we do at Keiko. We lower that shingle mold flush to the fascia board, and then we put a 2-inch drip edge, a metal flashing over the mold. And then, depending on the style of the tile, uh, typical curved tile or high-profile tile, we use what we call bird stop. And the purpose of that mold that sticks up back, initially going back a little bit, is to hold up the very first course consistent with the rest of the roof. If that mold along the eave didn't stick up higher uh, than the rest of the roof, that first tile would basically, the second course up would basically kick up in the ear, and that first course of tile would droop down. So that was a bad detail. So buttoning up all the uh, the, the ridge, hips and ridges with enclosures, uh, you've got the ridge detail, you've got the valley detail, you've got the eave detail. And then at Keiko, we're using, instead of organics, we're using what we call SBS. Now, SBS technically is styrene, bitumen styrene, which is rubberized asphalt. And then instead of having a cardboard filler or a organic-based filler, it's a fiberglass filler. Uh, for the underlayment that keeps it from curling, rotting, and deteriorating. And then it's saturated with the rubberized asphalt. That rubberized asphalt makes a big difference because it won't curl, rot, and deteriorate like the old typical organics. And, and also, again, they're still putting those organic underlayments on roofs. Yeah, and the, and the problem with organics is when you'd nail through them for any repairs, the nail hole would puncture and stay clean, allowing water through, and the rubberized generally would, uh, with our heat, just seal up, seal back up around the nail. That's right. It reconforms around the fastener that goes through. And then what's also good, where you see a lot of the organics start to fail, is at the laps where the underlayment starts to curl. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's say out in the middle of the roof you had a broken tile. Well, the water comes down, it hits that curl or lap, and it doesn't allow it to carry through all the way under that tile to the eave. So it backs up and ponds a little bit and just after years and years of that, you know, it starts to rot the underlayment out, the organics, and then you get a leak. Mm-hmm. So the SPS is such a better way to go because it won't curl, rot, deteriorate like your organics. And a typical 30-pound is pretty typical. A 30-pound ESTM underlayment is pretty typical in homes out there. And I've seen 30-pound fail 10, 15 years. 
Okay. You see a lot of tile roofs out there. You know, oh, a lot of homeowners, yeah. I want tile, I like tile. Well, yeah, it has the real authentic Aztec look, Southwest. But if a lot of homeowners realize that tile's decorative. It's only as good as what's underneath of it. Mm-hmm. And goes back to the initial applications, too, if it was put on correctly. Yeah, that's the devil is in the details if they got it right when they put it together. That's right. Well, not saying anything bad about track work or track homes out there. Of course not. <laughs> but, you know, if you see a complex 3,400 homes going on somewhere and you have one roofing company or one contractor that's going to oversee all trades and you've got, you know, framers and plumbers and electricians and foundation and roofers and it's hard to keep up with every single nail that goes through. You know, nobody's standing there the whole time watching these guys. Or the, So I've seen a lot of homes out there, and, you know, they sure look good uh, as far as tile on the outside. But, gosh, you start pulling things apart, and you really see the craftsmanship on, you know, so many details that were cut corners on. You know, see, that's <clears throat> the things when you look at, you say, like, what the hell were they thinking? Well, slap it on, get on to the next one. I well, mean, yeah. You know, and it, it's just... Time is money. register contractors, two years the law. I mean, they have to warranty the, the applications for two years. Yeah. But two years, as we know, goes pretty quick. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's so true. There's a lot of, lot of towers out there. It does help if you buy a home that was built after 2001. But even those should be checked. Oh, yeah. For to see, you know, how the underlayment looks underneath of them. And from the home inspection side of things, hire a home inspector to go face-to-face with you to make sure everything has been put together the way the standards would say. Make well, sure everything is up to par and have pictures for it. Well, Dan, I'd like to see home inspectors actually, what they're looking for is, and what they do look for mostly, is broken missing tile. Which is, you know. Well, that's nice, simple. but you want the underlayment too. Well, they don't disclose that. They recommend to have uh, hire a licensed contractor to do a complete evaluation. Sure. Well, if you have a home and you have a home inspector come out and he calls to fix the missing broken tiles, and then let's fix the broken missing tiles, and we have to stipulate strictly cosmetic repairs only. No warranty really implies on leaks. Well, the homeowner goes, well, no, you're going to, what do you mean we're not going to cover it on leaks? Well, it's basically cosmetic. You know, we can go out and replace a bunch of broken towel on a, on a towel roof, and then a homeowner moves in, and then the next downpour, uh, he's got leaks coming in the house. And they say, well, you're the professionals. Why didn't you say, well, we were only going on the home inspection report. Mm-hmm. They only called to fix the broken missing tiles. They didn't disclose the underlayment under the tile was curling or rotting or deteriorating. And that's where the training for the inspector kicks in. Of He's been in the attic. He's been on the roof. He should have the wherewithal to put the pieces together that he's got something more systemic in, you know, stains under the under the deck, up in the attic, and in those other areas to add, to add that up, that he's got a system problem and to have the ridge system or... The, uh, you know, enclosures and the, the enclosures yeah. and stuff opened up and looked at. 
Well, I think it's a liability issue with home inspectors with roofs because I've looked at a lot of roofs. And throughout my years, when you have a home inspection report and you talk to the homeowner, well, you know, we would only recommend to just take all the tile off, put either new tile if it's a discontinued tile, or if it's a common tile that we can get, we could retrofit the existing tile. Oh, well, we're not going to do that. We're only going to go buy the home inspection report. And I think it should, I, I feel that the home inspectors really should, uh, I don't think they really want to get into the roof uh, as far, and again, I only see missing broken tiles, and I would say 9 out of 10 of the home inspection reports, because it could be a deal breaker when it comes to the, the roofs out there because, I mean, it could, you know, a typical oh, 3,000 square, 2,500 square foot house can run anywhere twelve to $15,000. And homeowners are trying to sell the home and, you know, uh, they're going to say, oh, well, no, we're not going to do that. Well, if they disclose the leaks, that's one thing. We could always do a section or get to an area that has a leak. But I really do feel that they should disclose the condition of the underlayment when these home inspectors come out to yeah, evaluate, that, but they don't want to get into it. Yeah. They would rather have us, Tyco or an outfit, other um, licensed contractor, come out and do the evaluation sure. and have us determine. So basically pass the ball into our court and say, hey, you tell the homeowner the underlayment's bad. They need to put all new tower, all new underlayment on this home. Yeah, yeah. Ernie, we really appreciate your time today, and uh, how can our listeners contact you and Keiko Roofing? Oh, just call 602-944-4600. And remember, Keiko Roofing, because we're crazy, crazy about, about quality. quality. Ernie, thanks so much for chiming in today. We oh, really no appreciate problem, it. guys. Have a good day. Have hey, good have day. a great weekend. All right, Ernie Marion from Keiko Roofing with us. All right, have a good fall. All right, and we will be right back on the other side of the break. We've got more home improvement, cutting-edge information coming your way, so don't go away. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust. The pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate 
We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Uh, yes, you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and it's the weekend. And when it, we talk about weekend, it's home improvement. Why not? What else have you got to do? Oh, there might be some oh football on Sunday. So that's what you have Saturday for. That's right. You do a little home improvement on Saturday. You know, like Blade, I'm sure after he gets done with the show today, he's going to go home, and he's got his honey-do list of home improvement things to do because he's been telling his wife, you know, I've learned so much on Image Home Improvement Live that I can do anything in the house, right? Or, or at the right? beach, <laughs> yeah. And and I, I've got to fix the pool pump today. And you know oh. what? And you know what his? <laughs> and you know what? He, you know what he said when his wife said, "Go fix the pool pump." I have no idea who that is. <laughs> you fix it, is what I said. <laughs> you fix, you it. fix it. Yeah. You fix it. All right. We like to welcome you, and it's. Uh, Home Improvement Time 101 here. You know, one of the things that people are getting into, you know, it's football season. Cardinals, Cardinal game tomorrow with the New England Patriots. Now, wait a minute. You're always talking about the Cardinals here, and you're not even really from Arizona. You spent most of your life in Arizona, but you're not really. Now, you grew up as a New York Giants fan. Am I right? No. You didn't? Did no. You, did you grow up as a Jets fan? I grew up as a Jets fan because I grew up as a Mets fan in baseball, and the Mets and the Jets used to play at Shea Stadium when they built that stadium. I thought that was the Polo Grounds. Isn't that no, when they were? The polo, no. Oh, see, where are you been? It's up there where the reindeer play. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. I was. My dad took me to the Polo Grounds uh, uh, that last season, which was the first season the Mets were in existence, specifically just so that I could experience being and I could always say that I was in the Polo Grounds because people turn around and say, Polo Grounds, what's that? Yeah. The only thing that I wish that I was Makes a, a special little, person. If I was the... another year or two older, he would have taken me to Ebbets Field uh-huh. in Brooklyn, and I could have seen the Dodgers play. There you you know, that would have been, that would have so, been another unique experience. So now the Cardinals are your favorite football team? Yeah, I'm always trying to root for the home team. I know, yeah. me too. You know, really. You always try. Really. You know, but I mean, if you get into a Super Bowl and there's a New York team and another team, guess what I'm voting for? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, hey, you know, well, you, you, the New Yorker could always move out of New York, but you'll never take the New Yorker out of the New Yorker. That's right. Never, never, never. Exactly never. right. It's not going to happen. And as you know, New York's the greatest city in the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I really think that. You know, that's why it was so difficult for me when I moved to Chicago. 
when I opened up a, a, a satellite office for the air freight forwarder that I was working for. They asked me to go to Chicago. And I'm like, okay, that'd be cool. be interesting. You know, first thing that I felt that was wrong was the, was the lake, the water, the smell, the sound. <laughs> it, didn't, it, it wasn't like the ocean. There isn't anything like the ocean. I don't care how big the lake is. Yeah. Okay? And then the second thing was it took me two years to understand that the people in Chicago weren't doing things wrong. They were just doing them differently. Mm-hmm. And after that, I said, well, that was okay. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was like, I was fine because I was always happy to go to Chicago Fest <laughs> well, and, and, go. Go and have yeah. some good music and some good food. Because Chicago is a great town. But it, it was just different than New York because anytime you see, like New Yorkers walk around, most of them, I can't say all New York, a lot of, you know, you grow up in New York and you think, you, like you said, but it's the greatest city in the world. So you figure everybody in New York is always doing everything right. Right. Well, that's what you people think from that's New York. A, well, that's yeah. from New York. That's oh, yeah. because New York thinks it's the center of they the do. US. They think it's, it's the center, center of the whole of the, the fi- world. It's the financial capital. Okay. Of the world. Yeah. Whatever. You yeah. know. But there's <laughs> yeah. this, this, this. We sh- sure lived. <laughs> sh- sure survived without them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's a Chicago New York thing, and they yeah, have this always. bitter rivalry. Uh, you know. Uh, between each other and who's the greatest, and they each think they're the greatest in the world. You know who? Everybody's doing it wrong if they're not doing it like they do. You know who was the greatest comedian? Who to come out of Chicago? Who? See if you think. See if you can guess who I'm thinking of. Who's right. the greatest comedian that came out of Chicago? Did Groucho come from Chicago? Uh, I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. Uh, he's got I, to be I, New I, York. I'll give you a hint. They were in Second City. Uh, are they the Saturday Night Live guys? Any of them? One of them. George Carlin. No. He's New York. No, no doubt. No. George that. Carlin was it. George Carlin was it on on uh, on Second City? I don't believe. He was a Saturday Night Liver, huh? He was a Saturday Night Liver. Good one, Stephen. Come on, and you it, got that one? See, uh, I stumped you. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay, give who, up? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a head. Uh, they did a tune in the movie called Sweet Home Chicago. The Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers, Jim. Yeah, Jim, no, Belushi. Jim Belushi. John Belushi. John Belushi. John Belushi. <laughs> yeah, he was always good. And it, Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yeah. It, it was always good. Yeah, all right. So we're, we're going to start up the band. We're going to make some cheeseburgers here because we're going to talk about some different things that, you know, home improvement items and projects that you could actually do, especially now that you're getting into the fall season, especially out in the Southwest because a lot of times a lot of home improvement projects just get put on hold, especially in the Southwest because it's, it's too hot. Why would you want to go outside and do anything at all, especially in a way of landscaping, because it's as it's it's like Robert Williams says, "Damn hot." That's right. You know, how so do those guys you do? You have to work on landscaping and turn the sprinklers on just to stay cool. It's not because you're checking them. You just turn on the sprinklers and work in the middle of them somehow. That's somehow, kind of, yes. Yeah, somehow you find a way to make sure the sprinklers are spraying you when you're working on a project outside. Yeah, so I it's mean, the only you, way know, you survive. You know, some of the things that you know you talk about because you know. A lot of people are trying to sell their homes and, you know, they're trying to do upgrades and they're trying to do different things, but they only do it. They only have so much money to spend. So like one of the things that is very common, like for instance, if you have kitchen cabinets and obviously you don't want to buy new cabinets, you don't want to refinish them. So how are we going to make the cabinets look different? Because if they're all finger pulls already, you buy handles, handles and knobs, and you just go back and you find something that maybe... Like, for instance, if you've got stainless steel uh, appliances, you can go back and, and, and you know, get uh, stainless steel 
looking, but they're really no, brushed nickel. Yeah, they're brushed. Handle, yeah, they're brushed handles yeah. and knobs and put them on all the cabinets, which will give the cabinet in the kitchen a whole other look. The other thing, too, most track homes don't have full backsplashes. So you can go back and put, you know, the big rage now is everybody's doing subway tiles mm-hmm. as backsplashes. And then you've got the same pattern, but the the tiles themselves are just unbelievable from stone-looking tiles that to, and a lot of them, the ones I've seen recently, and some of the ones that we've done as Image Home Improve It, is the glass backsplash tiles that looks like they're strips and they're all interlocked and laced just like bricks are, and they go straight across and all the way around underneath from the underside of the cabinet to the top of the countertop. And, and then you just put a little LED lighting along that, that, That's the you know, next that thing. That just sparks it. Yeah, yeah. Then the LED lighting underneath it is so much better than oh, it used good. to be years ago. Because years ago, they used to talk about, when they started talking about under cabinet lighting, they used to use halogen lights. And yeah, halogen lights just cabinets. gave off too much heat. You could literally put your hand inside the cabinet on top of where the light is, which is underneath, and the cabinet is very warm. Kept your dishes. Very warm. Kept the dinner, uh, you know, the... Uh, the plates for dinner warm, so you can just serve it up warm. Yeah, <laughs> like like go to the Golden Corral trough. Yeah, that's you know, right. Is that, is, that, is that like you're saying? Like, can you do make some eggs on the on the sidewalk? Yeah, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Same thing. Wow. Well, you know, it's got to be cheaper too with it's the LED. Conductive heat, it'll work. Yeah, you know, LEDs a lot cheaper too, no doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. Once you do it, and plus you're going to save a whole lot of money, and it's not really going to be. Uh, it's it, it won't even make a dent in your electric bill, right? Because they operate so cheaply, it's ridiculous. And they can be so out of sight the way they can just right. tuck them into a corner, right? Behind a little you know piece of metal and just boom, it's gone. Why don't you put some of those on your windshield so they uh, light up your uh, Rudolph reindeer antlers? Oh please, please don't season. give him oh, any ideas. You know, light up the oh, antlers hey, this year, doctor. <laughs> oh, oh, think hey. about it. Yeah, connect them to your battery, and there you go. No uh, done geez. deal. You know, <laughs> I'll find a solar panel. If I if I walk down to his car in a, in and a yeah. few in a few weeks when it starts to get a little closer to the holiday season, and I'm going to see those lights on, you know what I'm going to say to him? You didn't build that. <laughs> I've got my bat ears ready for the thing. Oh my God! Please. Actually, the bat wings are just about ready to get clicked onto the oh. truck. I, 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 don't know what, I don't know. I'm going to be beside myself. <laughs> Who's a tile guy that you recommend or girl that you recommend for something like you were talking about? Tile guy? Yeah, yeah. You were talking well, about tile why, people. Of course, my tile sponsor. Who else would I recommend? <laughs> and they are? AZ High Tech Tile course. and Stone. <laughs> of course. Glenn Covey. One of the best one of the best tile layers here in the Valley for over 35 years. That's right. You know? And he, he's, he's like, like, like we have seen in our professions, he's seen it all. And you see some of these... You know, talking about tile real quick. That's why people that have never laid tile, and this is something that you could you could go out and buy all the tile you want at the most inexpensive place. Oh, I'll put it down. I'll put it down. I'll watch that video online, and I'll know how to do it. But guess what? There are things that even are on the video that you get that you haven't seen that you're gonna have to deal with. And when you do, you're gonna be lost. Yeah. And before you know, they can't it, cover everything in those, can they? You know. No, because they're only so long. Mm-hmm. And besides that, the attention span for people watching those videos? Two minutes. It, well, two to four minutes. That's it, depending on what you're we looking We got to get at. him on the show, Stephen. It's been a long time. It's been yeah, eight Well, or nine. I keep asking him, you know, but he keeps doing projects in uh, he keeps staying busy. all the other places. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to, get him back, have to get him back on again. Absolutely. But uh, the other thing, too, is, you know, you're talking about some upgrades that you want to do now. Maybe 
you've realized that your front door is is uh, not a see-through door. <laughs> because a lot of times, you see, when these doors get older and older and older, the panels start to shift a little bit. And daylight goes through. And you see, if you're standing inside, you look out your front door, and you could see light coming through. And you can wave at the pizza guess, person. Guess what? <laughs> it's time for a new door. My God. You have to do these things. Yeah, you don't need the people anymore. You just look through the, the slits and the door to see the pizza guys there. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Who do you call if you need to get a new door? Image Home Improvement. Of course. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, what, ding, what, ding. Who else would you call? Yeah. Ghostbusters. No, we've done enough of them. I'm telling you, we've done enough of them that, that they they need to actually be, you take the old one out, you find something that's new whether it be from a door manufacturer or even if you go to one of the big box stores, because some of those big box stores ones now, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. You go, not to mention, I want to bring this up too, because years ago, you go back into the 90s, when people turned around and say, well, let's go to, remember you used to go to like Home Depot or Lowe's and you'd see uh, security doors, okay? It's pretty lightweight, you know, 100, what was it, like maybe $89 door, and it had it would have the the big gripe to that was there was no sill plate on the bottom mm-hmm. to seal the bugs out. Okay, it's not that way anymore. You go to Home Depot and order a quality custom security door that could cost upwards of like three hundred bucks. And with you put a sill plate on the bottom to keep the bugs out. I mean, and it's like if you had. One custom made, except that's what some of the stores are offering now. Mm-hmm. They're offering some of those quality doors now. So you so you could get a new regular door and then go right after and get a security door. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. So you got to be able to worry about, you know, take care of that as well as bathroom remodels and stuff like that. We're going to get into right after the break and possibly, you know, that maybe that maybe you've got some other areas or home you want to extra room you'd like to make into something useful we've got some great ideas coming your way so i want everybody to stay tuned don't go away you're listening to image home improvement live thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop let me make that choice simple for you Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. 
Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement live. And, you know, Dan, one of the other things that uh, is happening this time of year is... We always question quiz Dan to make sure he's up on current events. Huh? What? Dan, yeah, right, <laughs> huh? Dan, what else is happening? Come on now. You know what's happening. What's happening in, in two months? Uh, mm. that's, uh, there's so many things happening. There's, uh, you know. In two months. What's he talking, I He's love talking it. about? Something. I love it when he fudges. Yeah. All right. All right. I have no idea. All right. So, Mr. President, I hear Hillary's poll numbers are very high. Yes, and actually so are her supporters. <laughs> okay. Oh, Does that ow. give it away? Ow, ow. Uh, does that give it away? Erection day. Yeah. 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 Jesus, where's the mute button here? What's wrong with you? You're supposed to be minding. You're tell. supposed to be minding the story. But, what but happened to the seven I seconds away? Any, I didn't say a bad word. Oh my God! The Give me a break, please. The insinuation was bad because we right. all get it. All right, D- all right Dan. I'll I watch. had one when I was young. <laughs> and see where erection set. We all had one of those. See, see. Yeah, yeah. We, I had an erection set. <laughs> I don't. Okay, let's. It's just called not. the erector set. Yeah. Oh, it is. That's oh. what it was. Remember, <laughs> remember. Okay. I didn't remember, but now I do. Thanks for straightening us out. I know. <laughs> How did I we know. get there? You started this, Hayden. That's right. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, it went downhill from. But there. anyway, so all that time, so so. So what? So what? What's your point, Stephen? In November is when it's all happening. The election is coming. So what? Well, how does, that, how does that affect home improvement? That's right. Guess what? Some people will not go out and pull the trigger on a home improvement project oh. because they don't know who's going to be in the Oval Office and they what don't know if we're going to pay more taxes, or if we're going to get a rebate, if we're going to go build the wall, if we're not going to go build the wall, you know, and it goes on and on and on. You just don't know. You know, so, so it's a confidence thing, right? You never know until they're elected to see what happens. I see. People are mm. ignorant like that. It depends. Does the wall mean something good for the economy or bad? Right. Well, it, we don't know. Well, we don't know. We'll find out if. Well, it's if, the Great Wall of China. It still didn't work. 
It didn't? No, you can see it from space, but it didn't stop anything. It didn't? The Berlin Wall didn't work. It fell down. Didn't Attila? It stopped Attila, the China nope. Great Wall. He didn't just went know. right over it. Did he really? Yep. Okay. Genghis 2? That's it. Marco, Polo. <laughs> Marco guys, too, huh? You guys been watching too many things, man. I'm telling you. That's awesome. I, I would have thought the Great Wall of China was impenetrable. I guess I didn't learn that in my history lesson well, back did. there in the pre-Cambrian era. <laughs> teaching that back then. Jesus. Back give then. Me a, give me That's a, more the I'm Ming Dynasty. That's actually the Ming Dynasty. Yeah, is it is actually. You guys are unbelievable. <laughs> we know our history, Stephen. We do. That's I know. Right. I know. All right, Dan. So tell us that's, one that's of the one other. Tell on. us one of the other things that you're thinking about right now. One of the other things that you could do to upgrade your house that you are hopefully you'll be done before all the holidays. Hmm. What am I stumping on every question here today? <laughs> Great lead-ins because wait, what's the last thing you told me that you needed to do in a certain room? The man room. Ding, 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 ding. The man room. And what did you have to do? I'll finish insulating. There this you go. Okay. See, I knew if I, if I, if I, you yeah. know. <laughs> I have never seen him stumped. Is he, when have you ever seen now? him without a word and to I'm say? And I'm not even up. I'm not even working at 100 percent impulse power today, and I'm still stumping him. What's wrong with this when question? When have you ever heard Hayden go? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's all right. That's okay. I, all right. Did you say you were going for a home inspection this afternoon? Mm. You better go home and take a nap. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but insulating, sure. You no, insulate, sure. No, seriously. If you have an area of your home, thinking about your uh, a room or something, whether it's in your house, and maybe you've got an extra room in your house. I mean, I know my daughter-in-law used to have the same thing. They had a, they had, they, my son-in-law, they had a, a room in their house that was it, it was just an extra room. So guess what it became? It became the trash room. Yeah. yeah, that's where they loaded everything they did. Every, everything ends up at, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, so what can I say? What can I say? Yeah, by the time I get it insulated, I won't need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. What else do you do, you know, before the election time comes or in the... What about your swimming pool, man? I mean, don't you get oh, I stuff love for, that thing. You get, what do you do for the pool before it gets cool? Well, there's all sorts of different ways to keep your pool... You know, before you get school, is to you know have uh, different types of covers, solar covers that keeps it uh, warm just with a regular solar heat. Mm-hmm. And then there's a solar panel system mm-hmm. you can hook up to it to keep the pa- keep it warm. How do you that, keep it clean? You got to put some kind of zany cover on it to keep the stuff out of there too. I mean, keeping it clean in our pool has been fairly easy. Okay, because we just have one in pool cleaner, mm-hmm. and we got rid of the pop ups. Mm-hmm. Pop ups aren't worth dirt. <laughs> yeah, because all they do is just make one little path in front of themselves, mm-hmm. and not do the whole turnaround mm-hmm. as as sold. <clears throat> but we just put a regular, you know, in pool cleaner keeps it clean. Do you use it year round? Try to. I mean, you keep it warm and all that. Uh, that's where the solar panel comes in, mm-hmm. where you kick it in with with the solar panel on the roof for the motor, and then you have the solar panels to push the water through, mm-hmm. and keeps it nice and you know keeps it the temperature you want. You don't want that uh, pool, pool, you know that that you know too warm feeling like in the winter during during this time of year. But you just take the edge off so you can get in and enjoy it and get out. But uh, you can do it free just by doing using the solar, you know, solar uh, PV panel for your mini motor, and then have that just push through from the pool through the through mm-hmm. the network and back down again and into the pool. You know what else we do, Stephen? Don't we? We uh 
we completely turn down our air conditioners. We don't use them at all, huh? Yeah, I mean, Even. yeah, I mean, you get down to the point here, you know, in another what month and a half, two months, you're not even going to need it. How many? Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to put anything on. No heat. You don't usually. Uh, I we really don't even put heat on until like mid December, mm-hmm. mid late December. That's your house. I mean, that's my house. <laughs> yeah, same here. Well, I just tough it. I mean, you just. I mean, it. There was no. There's no reason for it. Right. Yeah. I, I think I rem- <coughs> recall last year I used it twice. Maybe. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like, mean, turned it on the heat twice. Really. I mean, it all depends. You know, that's one of the, the advantages of living in Arizona. Yep. You know. So. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. But uh, you know, when you think about that, you get you get that man room done. You get that insulation done, like with Dan, where he changed. He had a he had a three car garage. He made one garage room into uh, a man cave slash office slash office. So now he's got all that going for him. So yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. You'd be able to do that, and plus you've got another room to enjoy. Oh yeah, and obviously it's 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 a place that you can escape to. Yeah, that's right. You know, and just <laughs> it, it just get away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Run yep. away. Yep. Run away. Yeah. Run away. <laughs> okay. That's pretty amazing. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have more image home improvement coming your way right here. And it, as we always love to say, it's the weekend. We'll be right back. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve DeBell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. 
When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem, you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place and you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, uh, Dan, you know, we're talking about a, a lot of different things today, but you have some great, great homeowner horror stories you want to share with us. And can you believe all these came out of one house? Um, well, let's hear what they are because they should be interesting. Okay, we'll start with our first piece is there was some rough rock siding added to the exterior of a block home. This is just where they take concrete and rocks and just puck them right up there, just just goopy goop right right up to the wall, right? And they would stay, kind of. Now it's been we don't know how many years, and now it's separating, and they fall off in big chunks as you walk by. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. These are eight to ten foot over your head, and here it comes. That that you know that's not a perfect. They didn't use. The clips or anything to stabilize to keep them to the wall. The next is the do-it-yourself fireplace. They had they had the right thing. They had the clay liners, right? But they used this same rough rock to go up on the exterior of the liner, and then they put two rocks right up against the clay liner, and broke it. It just snapped right in half. Really. And then on the inside, they did a kitchen remodel. Nice stainless steel hood over the gas stove and had a nice fan. It goes right all the way up to the ceiling. There was just one little problem. What? They didn't put an exterior vent flue through the ceiling and out through the roof for that fan to blow the carbon monoxide up and out. Oh, so they're so, dead now. Well, they so they're dead now. Well, the, house is, <laughs> the house is vacant. I'll give you that. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> but, amazing. Uh, Why would somebody do that? It's like an unfinished installation. <laughs> It's a dangerous insulation because I know. there's not even a carbon monoxide detector in the house. And then uh, we have a, the uh, water heater. You saw that picture of the water heater with oversized flue sitting on top of the hood that covered the whole hood and had carbon monoxide rolling out from under it. It was oversized. And it was going up through the roof and into the attic. That's amazing. And then the same water heater had four 90s on it. That can cause a tank rupture with that TPR. Well, what do you mean by below. 90s? 90-degree 90, 90 turns. 90-degree turns, elbows. Oh, elbows. The pipes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And if you have more than four of those, that's capping it, as we consider, because that stops all of the pressure from going 
anywhere. It's, you know, 360 degrees. It's circle. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it can it ca- basically caps it, and then it'll rupture the tank. Who would put 490s in there? I mean, is that something in the old days, or that's some cheapo contractor that did that? That's somebody that doesn't understand the concept <laughs> of the com- of the temperature, pressure, and relief system. They yeah. don't get it. Yeah. They just, they're just trying to get the water up and out, and, and piecework doesn't matter to them. Mm-hmm. They'll throw an extra 90 in if need Would be. Would two be okay? Two 90s? Two, up to three is fine. Okay. But I see so many that are right there inside the room, four to five 90s, just trying to get down low enough to get outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might as well just put a plug on that TPR because it's not going to be able to relieve. And it'll just rupture the tank. And How many you got on yours, Steven, at the compound? Wait, wait, I, coming out of the hot water heater, actually, it's going straight up in, straight up. So is mine. So is mine. Yeah, because we made sure that when we when we did it, we did it right. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, <laughs> it's not like we put it in later and oh, it's got to go over here. No, <laughs> no, no, it's straight up. What uh, what's the biggest thing you got to get fixed that's not right in the compound before we get back to his horror the stories? The biggest thing in the compound. What is on your list is the first thing you got to get to that you haven't done. Because I always got one or two or three of those things. Got to get to, got to get to, got to get to. Let's see. Well, actually, one of the biggest things that I got to, which wasn't anything that was too serious, talking about roofs earlier, is that, you know, on the on the uh, detached garage at the compound, it's foam. And one of the things that, that one of the perfect reasons, you know, we always talk about having, uh, like, Keiko go up and do a free estimate, you know, inspection. What happens is on the corners of the building, don't ask me why, wherever there are woodpeckers, okay, they like to peck on the corners <laughs> through the foam, okay? So, therefore, if you go up every, like, six months or so and you see, like, these woodpecker holes on the corners, not in the middle, they like the corners. Don't they, ask never me. Are, they aren't the smartest bird in the well, world. Well, you know, and, and they're not. They're not, yeah, they're not. So, so what's the nutritional value of the foam? I have no idea. I have no idea. But they'll go through the foam and they get down to they get down to the you know plywood, you know. So the only thing you can do is they have they have um, if you go to your standard roofing supply, you'll find that they have special caulk fill for those types of things, and you can actually go back and fill all the little you know chipped out holes in the foam so that this way it, your roof is watertight again. So that was one of the things that I actually did last week and that I've been meaning to do for a while. And when I went up there, you'd be amazed how many I found. And they were almost almost all on all four corners of the building. Yeah. So it, it basically mm-hmm. over the eaves. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the place is too new to have termites. So they weren't pecking through to find no, termites. No, no termites. No, we're they were ter- just pecking because they got no brains. We're termite-free. Yep. So we always make sure that that's one of the things we always this expect week. for. This week. This week. But, you know, it's like I say, you know, they homes, there's two kinds of homes in Arizona. The ones that don't have them and the ones that will get them. <laughs> you know? No, the ones that have them and they will get them. Excuse me. Gonna, okay. Gonna have them. Yeah. So. My dishwasher keeps sinking back into the back of the wall. It's deeper and deeper through the cabinet. It's awful. And the door won't close oh, wait now. A minute. Now, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 well, hold whoa, on a second. Whoa, whoa. Time out. How could that be? It's supposed to be secured. It's supposed to be it's secured. It's not secure. It jiggles around underneath the if cabinet. If you look, there's if two... you open your door mm-hmm. down and you look up underneath, there's supposed to be two tabs that screw into the bottom of the underlayment so that the, the whole unit doesn't go back in. No screws in yours? Could they have broken? No, they probably fell out or somebody oh, took they... them out and never put them back. That's yeah. right. 
Is that something I could do as a dangerous guy with tools on a Saturday? I, uh, that's I a tricky know. one. That's a tricky What's your one. countertop made of? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a light tile kind of thing. I mean, it's well, a, what's underneath? Is it plywood? Wood. Or? It's plywood. Okay, there's a good chance he might be able to take two screws and secure it to to the cabinet. Let me bring up a picture here before we leave, and I'll show you you know how that would work. I mean, I, I've got to take the dishwasher door and move it to the side to get it to sneak into its slot. I mean, it closes against the outside of the no, cabinet. It's ridiculous. Two, there's two little. Uh, <clears throat> tabs yeah. that have screw holes in them. And all you have to do is set the dishwasher just right and then just screw into the, into the plywood countertop okay. to hold it in place. What kind of screws? Just, just small sheet metal small screws will do. Metal, yeah. Sheet metal screws, okay. So chances are it's been done, but they've fallen out or else someone didn't put them back, like Steven said. Well, that's what I do. That's what's on top of my list this weekend. That's an irritating as can be. Irritating. Just get it done. Just imagine. get it done. Just get it done before the Cardinal game. <laughs> and what time is the Cardinal game? Five thirty. Um, you know, well, it's well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's Sunday night, Sunday night game. Yeah, so it's five thirty game. Okay. Yeah. So, but you gotta, you got, you just gotta be ready. Make sure you have all your, your, uh, all your honeydews done. Mm-hmm. Get those screws put in. I will. And you know, just make sure you don't start any leaks. Are you trying to say there's a screw loose in his house? Oh my God! What a what a segue into that break that was. We'll Two be, of them. We'll be right back. Don't go away. And the wife. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. 
not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. Oh, it's amazing. Bo is, Bo is, Bo's days are numbered. <laughs> Won't be seeing him very much after a no little bit. No more Secret Service poop scoopers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that'll be all over but the shouting. You know what my Bo does at home? And I want to be meaning to ask you guys about this. Okay. It's a she, and she's a <coughs> kind of a medium-sized dog. <clears throat> and when she wants inside from outside, she jumps up. And we had a screen door on the outside, right, of the glass door. And, and she scratched all that, and it's ruined. Okay, and then so that would remove the screen door, and it jumps up. And you should see the, 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 the back glass sliding door. It's full of dog scratches. So what do you do for a dog that does that? Is there a particular type of covering you can put on your Okay, sliding glass window, or do I, you, do I, you say what did say? What what did he scratch again? The door, the 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 glass sliding glass door. Oh, the sliding glass door. Nothing okay. but dog nail scratches okay. all over it. Okay, so it's on. You mean on the framework? Well, it's or, on the glass. It's actually. on the glass too. Yeah, it's that it. bad. It's bad. Wow. Okay, so now guess what? The first thing you should do. Spank the dog? No. See, I just, no. You don't no, spank the dog. Spank what you need dog, to do no. is you need to get a little. You need to get a little training for the dog. No, I know. That's the first thing. And then, obviously, then to go fix the damage. Now, we used to have a problem like that before, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of listeners out there have this problem. Uh, if they've had a dog that gets excited when somebody rings the doorbell or, you know, somebody walks by the house. Right. Okay. We used to have a um, – We one of the people actually had called me once. They said, well, we'd like to get new windows put in the house, but I want to get the windows with the blinds inside the windows. And I'm like, okay. I mean, which, you know, the first brand that ever came out with that – I believe, was Pella. Yes. And this was going back many years ago. And I said to him, I said, well, that's really interesting. I said, just curious, why do you want the blinds in the windows? Because every time somebody walked by, the dog used to charge up, jump up on the couch edge, and just destroy the blinds. Yeah. I mean, and that was it. That's what I've got, too. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, okay, that would be good, I mean, to get new windows. But guess what? The dog's still going to do it even if the blinds are in the window. How about a little money put aside for training, <laughs> for taking care of the dog? Well, now, actually, the training is for the human. Yeah. What? I watched Caesar the other well, you know, no. last Saturday morning, and he says 90% of the training is really for the human. It is. Because that way the dog and the human are on the same page. Right. And you never, well, That's well, right. you never know because, you know, a lot of times people don't want to believe this. But, you know, uh, one of the things that if your dog is, you know, like, doing some things that you don't like and a, and a trainer comes in, it's not always, well, you know, the dog doesn't know how to do this. Remember, the dog doesn't think like humans do. So they're going to turn around, and you have to, you have to kind of understand that the, the dog picks up. If you come in, like I know, my dogs, when they're home during the day, if my wife is there, for the most part, they are quiet, peaceful. They are composed. They're not, like, all over the map. Here I come home after a day where my life is looks like, you know, like like the stock market. Up, down, up, down, up, down. I come home, you know, and I'm all over the map. And the dogs pick up on that. So a lot of times the dog will react to the energy that you have when you come home into your house. Yeah. So if you don't calm yourself before you go home, sometimes the dog will pick up on that and just, you know, do strange things. And you're turning around and you think, well, look, my dog's not behaving. Well, wait a minute. It's not always what the dog is doing. It's because they're reacting to the way... 
you came yeah. home and the way you are. Mm-hmm. So you got it's it's somebody, a, so somebody needed yeah. to take you out, scratch your tummy, and make you calm. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Pat, I don't you know. pat you on the head, uh, scratch your tummy. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go there. You want to know why? Because that's a topic for. For, for <laughs> sextacular on Thursday afternoons because that's that's just in her bailiwick. That's, that's in Lori's. Right. That's in Lori's ballpark, not mine. <laughs> but, but is there a type of glass that you can use that's pretty much kind of scratch proof? Well, for- not so much the glass because they, I mean they do put coatings on. But the one thing, like for instance, if it was on a solid door, one of the things that we did, my old my oldest chow years ago. When we used to live in our other house before we moved into the compound, actually had scratched the door and the door casing and a little bit of the drywall in that area, and it was you know it was a nice solid three inch and three quarter uh, wood panel stained varnished door. I mean it was a great door. It was in it, it, the door that came with the track home. So what happened was I had to come up with an idea. I mean if I change the door and refinish the door, the same thing's going to happen. So how am I going to fix this besides getting him to stop? So we did a combination. We worked on some training with him. The other time was I had to go back and fix the door. Well, at the same time, I had a customer in Scottsdale that had a group of doors on the backside of his building that was delaminating because they were stained. And he didn't want to go for all new doors. So I hit on the idea is we took the door off and we brought it to the shop and we sprayed it with Inyadi Bedliner. In Yachty Bedliner. Bedliner material that's tough, like you take a lot of abuse. Okay, and we picked the color out that was nice, and we also put uh, had it spray in a metallic, so it looked a little custom. It wasn't, like, flat. Wow. So it looked pretty nice. Uh Then we sprayed the casing, and then we put the door back in, put the casing back up, fixed the drywall. That, along with the training, was fine. And then when I built my new house, I did the same thing. Just to be safe, because in case it was more of a protective thing than sure. to be able to do it, and not to mention a conversation piece, because everybody that walks in my house, they turn around saying, "What is this?" And it's it's like one of those extra little wow details that you put in your house mm-hmm. that actually can help. Another thing that could actually help, and maybe I'll think about doing this, is spending ten dollars to go get the dog's nails clipped. Well, yeah, that would always work. But see, now here's the other thing. Grooming is very good, yes. Yeah, just <laughs> but you got to make sure if you haven't done it in a while, you can only take them down so far. That's right. Because they'll start bleeding. That's and right. Lord knows if any of the oh. listeners are out there who haven't got their dog's nails, you know, what really gets bad and it hurts the dog is if you have their nails and they start to curl. Mm-hmm. And then the dog starts walking funny because they can't walk straight on their pads because mm-hmm. the nails are in the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's it's just a bad cycle. So you got to make sure you, you take care of it. And again, it's part of thinking about okay, well, I need to fix this for my home, but how about that's it's like a roof leak. If you think of it like a roof leak, you're not going to go back and spend all that kind of money to fix all the drywall and paint if the leak is still there because right. it's going to happen all over again. Yeah. So you got to go back to the source, fix the source and then go back. That's why when Dan and I go out to look for leaks, he finds it with the infrared. I go up on the roof, we fix it, and then we go back and fix the inside. You don't want to throw good money after bad. So it's just it's just a natural thing to do, but some people they'll uh, they'll try and get away with it knowing that a lot of times we don't have a lot of rain here, then they're going to go sell the house, so they'll just fix it. You know, and then all of a sudden when they go to do their uh, full disclosure for sale in their spuds that uh, they'll turn around. Well, I don't know. 
Yeah. Ran, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, they'll, they'll plead the fifth. How is your garage door opener? Does that work nicely? Does it go out on you in your place? And do you use one? Well, I don't, I don't manually play, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Superman and lift the door up myself in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then, no, but uh, no, but yeah. seriously, seriously, you've got to make sure you maintain those because mm-hmm. a lot of times they, if you have a screw drive, they need to periodically be uh, unscrewed. No, that's unscrewed. They have to be maintained. <laughs> We're back to Doctor by putting, by putting <laughs> lubricant on it. But if you have a belt drive, belt drives pretty much require pretty much no maintenance at all. It's just got to make sure that, you know, if something breaks or if a spring breaks, now that's the biggie. Oh, if the yeah. spring breaks, yeah. then you can't, you can't lift the door. Mm-hmm. So you've got to go get the spring replaced. And I urge any listener listening, do not attempt to try and change the spring yourself. Why is that? What's the danger Well, because there's, let's put it this way. <laughs> if you see how those, those springs are, those things are, think about it now. They're taut. They're, they're wound each side. To get the door, because this is how you can tell if your door is balanced. You go in and you lift, you 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 disconnect it from the from the opener, and you manually lift the door up about halfway. If the door sits, and if you let go of it, and the door stays in the middle, and stops, then you don't have to worry about it. Then you know the door is balanced. If it if it falls back down, then you've got to make some adjustments. But the point is, don't try and adjust. The, the opener yourself, you will go nuts and probably make it worse than it already is, and then you got to call a repairman anyway. But the springs have each side roughly ha- has been wound 26 full turns. That's a lot of turns. Mm-hmm. And if you try, some people have gone in there and tried to adjust those things with screwdrivers, those holes. <laughs> you need half-inch rods to be big, long rods, and, and you've got to keep turning it. And you've got to make sure it's it's very careful. You can't do it. If you try to do it with a screwdriver, the screwdriver will literally, if it slips, people have literally lost their eyes. And years ago, I had to sign, I had to sign f- special that I was qualified to to do this. Because if they didn't want any liability coming back on them if I hurt myself, they oh well, you didn't tell me, you know. And then it got to the point, I don't even think, I could be wrong on this, I don't think they're even selling it. To anybody anymore because springs are so uh, dangerous. Dangerous that it's like you better have them because they've got all the, they've got the qualified professionals. They've got everybody there to take care of it and put it in and make it right and it'll be good. So yeah, don't mess with your screw. Don't mess with okay. your springs. That's good. They oh, look yeah. dangerous. You could you lose know? a finger doing that, couldn't you? Lose if you lose a finger, you could lose an eye. Yeah, I mean it's dangerous if you try and use a screwdriver. It's all over. I don't. I don't no, want to be. I don't, I don't want to be anywhere near you. No, because I've actually seen those things. So it break. I actually didn't see it, but saw it whip by my front windshield, mm-hmm. driving up to an inspection when the door broke, because the homeowner was tightening up the spring himself. Oh, you know, in the air filters, like I learned here in Image Home Improvement, I change those every month and a half or so. Is that about right? Should be 30 days, but I think you can get by with a month and a half. So this one, okay. one thing I noticed, and this is <laughs> just ignorance, but when you replace the filter, it's cool. I got a couple of them stashed in the closet. I didn't realize that w- where you replace the filter, the air is suctioned up through the house. You know, I was fully expecting air to be coming through the other way on that. But it goes up. That's what it does. It circulates the air, basically, right? Right. In the air conditioner. I That's your return. Yeah, it's the return it's, is what it's called. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the whole house well, return. Why does that thing have to be cleaned? 
Why do they have to be so, you know, because it just well, filters out. Why is out it the, catching so much dirt? Yes. Because it's cleaning the air that you've just been breathing. The disgusting, filthy air that mm. I've been I've been breathing. And all the dust and stuff that we create just from being yeah. there. And, yeah. Plus the pet danders and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And all the <laughs> dust that is created in a home with animals. Ooh. And then all the bacteriae <laughs> and stuff that yeah. we're cleaning off our countertops. Yeah. That go airborne and get drawn <clears> back <throat> into that. Yeah, that's why you need to change that frequently. Yes. And... How, how do you change it now? Is is it one that pulls up? Does it go up to the ceiling type? Well, what do you mean? Because I I I, when you I change, I, I tilt the old one and pull it down and pull it out. Well, the best trick is is to leave leave the fan on, drawing it up. Yeah, and then you oh, take then the it, cover down, and it should still stay be in stay place. there. It still should this stay way there. You can carefully pull it out of place without getting a face full of last month. Yeah, okay, good. I've been doing it right then because I haven't gotten a face then, full of last and then, month. And then what you do is you take the new one and let it just, you know, get it in place and let it draw right up into it. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Put, put yeah. the grate back up. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing. So that's good. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. So it, always always good information to learn. And, again, knowing how to handle those things, um, your air filters you should always do. And also make sure, especially in monsoon season, make sure that you occasionally go outside and just, uh, you know, Rinse off those coils on that uh, on that heat pump just to make sure that uh, all that monsoon debris isn't around there. And uh, also, you know, one of the strange things I don't remember if Blade was here when I had my uh, my uh, snake in an air conditioning unit. Do you remember that, Dan? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No, no, okay, so one day, so I got two units. I got two heat pumps on the side of my house, one for each side of the house. Okay, so one day I'm walking by it on top, you know, and I'm looking through the grating where the fan is, and I look and I see, it almost looked two like, eyes it, peeping at it you. It almost looked like there was a snake there, and I couldn't. I, I was like, I didn't pay any attention because I just thought maybe it was a shadow. But then later I went back and looked at it again, and a snake had gotten into the air conditioning heat pump unit and worked, kind of climbed its way. It was sitting on top of that platform. So if you take the top off, it would be sitting right there. So I popped the screws off. It took it off. And it was in there for, and it had been in there for a while because it literally was dry and flat. So if that was the case, it was saying, and so, and you ask our, ask our uh, sponsor, Larry Thompson from Quality Systems. I actually called him. I said, that was the, that was the joke of the summer. Snake in Steve's air conditioning unit. Snakes and planes, snakes, snakes, and, snakes and planes, snakes and ACs. So it's it was yeah pretty, yeah. Pretty so what amazing. happened? He took the screws so, out. And so I took the screws out and I scraped them off and washed it off and put the lid back on and you know that was it. But I did take a picture of it. It's like dried <laughs> it's like dried lizards and electrical panels. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, well, what'd you do with the snake? What happened to the poor boy? I have no idea. He probably <laughs> decided that he wanted to he wanted to be cool and he went down the wrong road. I guess I, I don't guess know. He did. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's strange. All right, we want to thank all our guests today for being on the show, as well as um, Dan. Huh? Some some what? great uh, what? <laughs> some some great homeowner <laughs> horror stories, <laughs> and yeah, uh, always good. Blade always brings some good information, you know, from uh, from the Blade Compound. Mm-hmm. So there's always some good. Well, stuff. Well, it's a challenge because it's a, it's an early made home. It's a se- home made in the seventies. Yeah. So there's all kinds of. Phew, I got a million of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got more of that. And guess what? More next week, and we'll test Dan's memory again to see if he huh? remembers what the Cardinal score was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I dare you to ask and me And remember, the don't forget, it's still Star Trek binge weekend, so make sure you check out the... Uh, the uh, BBC America. BBC America. America. Yes. 
And don't forget, you know, I was telling Dan earlier, Blade, you know, one of my old favorites is on there. I think about 12, 12.30, Nomad. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't know that one. I never did right? Nomad. You better go check that out. That's okay. a good one. All, All right. right. All right. And remember, if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program. Resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. You're a great American. I love you.